You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Gangadas, your host, and today we are very blissful to receive Kripanidhi Prabhu to our Radio Mayapur. It's also a very auspicious day. It's Bayami Akadisi. Anybody who follows this Akadisi or hear about the pastime of this Akadisi can go back to the Lord. So a very auspicious day. And today was quite warm, I should say. In the last few days, it was cold, but then certainly from one day to another, it started to become 22 degrees in the night and 33 degrees in the day. So welcome to the tropical weather, which we like it. Yes. So Kripani Prabhu was born in Guyana and near Venezuela on the 24th December 1950. He studied in Toronto and then eventually met the devotee in 1972. Tell us a little bit. Welcome, Kripani Prabhu. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> to Radio Mayapur. Tell us a little bit in short about your family and what was your situation before you come to Krishna. Oh, well, I grew up in uh, Guyana. Uh, my family were in, had a business, import-export. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> of course, in these kind of families where there's a bit of money, you know, um, a lot of alcohol and all kinds of Kali Yuga going on. So right. wasn't a very happy childhood. Okay. And um, then I eventually emigrated to uh, Canada when I was about 15 years old. By uh, yourself? With my mom and her her husband was my stepdad. Okay, okay, nice. So, you yeah. You have brothers and sisters? I have a uh, full sister and then a couple of half-sisters. Okay. Yeah, the usual Western situation. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, uh, but guess, then uh, yeah. Canada was totally different uh, ball game compared to Guyana. I believe so. Yeah, like I would notice a lot of um, more structure, more uh, regimented things, more laws, you know. More discipline, um, in other words. Yeah, materially, and a lot more materialistic in general. Um, Less, I would say less of um, piety in people in, in, in the kind of very advanced materially advanced countries like this first world countries um so i was kind of searching searching for um something different yeah something deeper in life you are yeah. a seeker of the truth in some yeah. way well at that time there was uh in 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 the 60s when i was a teenager there was a lot of um you, you you're just watching the news and it's about the vietnam war yeah. it's about uh, civil rights in america yeah. It was kind of a tiny place, so a lot of disappointment. Tiny population. Uh, so there was a lot of yeah, a lot of yeah. uh, turmoil going on in the yeah. '60s, and I I got involved with the youth, the kind of revolutionary movement, as you might say, with the yeah, Beatles and the Rolling Stones and all these guys looking for something different, uh, saying you know I can't get any satisfaction, you know I got a nice home, I got a. I drive a Ferrari, but I got no satisfaction. I can't get no, satisfaction. And I cry, and I cry. <laughs> it's still crying, the guy. Yeah? yeah, so a lot of us kids were rebelling against the status of course, quo. Of course. 
which is you know economic advancement, material advancement. But I, so I believe you you saw a little bit your future. Say, okay, I'm going to study. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have the kids. I'm going to become old. I'm going to die. What's the use of all these things? Am I correct? Right. Yeah, I was disillusioned, and I didn't right. want to get so, involved in the status quo right. as it was. Tell us how you come in contact with Christian conscious or the values or whatever. Who was well, the first through, people you saw? Yeah, I met um, at a, in a different rock concerts. Uh, okay. I used to go to rock concerts, you yes. know, hippie kind of culture. Sure. So the voice gave me prashadam in uh, different places in New York State. There was a festival there. Then in mm -hmm. uh, Canada, some big festivals with all these fa famous bands. Singers, yeah. Santana, Pink Floyd. All these guys, Rums, yeah. Rums. Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson you know, the whole thing was going yeah, on. Yeah, of so I get, devotees were there. Devotees had kind of been part of this whole movement, Seems. the far left as they call it. And uh, I get Pashadam, I'd buy a Back to Godhead. Wow. Didn't read it. Okay. But, you know, <laughs> At least you touch it. <laughs> I related with them, you know, and uh, they'd preach to me and I didn't understand you're not the body. What does that mean, you know? And I touched them. But then uh, after a while, I guess the prashadam purified me. Very powerful. Exactly. And I started um, looking into, you know, far out books. Babaram Das uh, had a book called Be Here Now, which I read. Mm. Um, I go to different yogis. There's many mm. yogis coming out of India at yes, the time. Yes, yes. Maharishi Yogi, okay. Rajanish, Guru Maharaji, all these guys. But when I went to see them, the Maharishi people, they were kind of preaching like, if you do this mantra, then you'll be materially successful. And that wasn't my interest because- You blow your you could, bubble. You know, uh, yeah, because be in these countries, you can be a plumber or a carpenter and make lots of money. Sure. So I, that's not, wasn't my aspiration. I think I was looking for moksha, you know, dharma, karma, dharma, artha, karma, moksha. I mean, so much suffering in the material world, and then you yeah. are looking for some yeah. way to escape the suffering. Yeah, like you could see that the um, American dream, so to speak, there was so much, um, it was riddled with with misery and uh, unhappiness and divorces and social, uh, the, the social fabric wasn't good. So, you, you know, you're trying to find something different. And that was the message of people like Bob Dylan, Yes. The Beatles and, and these guys. So I, we're following them. They were our heroes or mentors. So then I became a vegetarian before I joined. And I eventually went to the temple in Vancouver, Canada. Oh, nice. And that was it. I, I was actually chanting Hare Krishna before I joined moved into the temple. <laughs> <laughs> there is a list of mantras on this book by Babram Das. Omane Padme Om and so yeah. on. So uh, Hare Krishna Mantra, I was naturally attracted to and I would chant Hare Krishna, um, uh, although I was still a hippie. Sure. And then somehow Krishna, uh, you know, guides us from within. So he's guiding me from within. And uh, Was there any devotee who preached to you, attracted you, or you look after, was your mentor or somebody? Before I moved? No, when you're moving into the temple. Once I moved in, I mean, there are all groups of uh, devotees like myself. The temple president at the time it was Mahatma Das. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was the president up there He uh, from California, but he, you know, went up the highway. Yeah. And then, um, so every day we'd be on the streets chanting with Mahatma Prabhu. Nice. 
And, you know, we'd get, we'd feel this ecstasy and bliss. That was the first thing. You feel ecstasy and bliss, <laughs> you know. Stay high forever. <laughs> yeah. And we, we realized that this is a very bona fide thing. At least I did. I realized, wow, this is serious. This is serious. And uh, I immediately started distributing back to Godheads to people. And, you know, I was like, yeah, this is, this is it. This is what we really need or what I was looking for. I was really yeah. searching. People are always telling me, you're looking for something. All my friends, you're looking for something. <laughs> <laughs> looking for Krishna. So then we drove down to Portland, Oregon in June of 72. Uh, the temple was very small. Those days were just rentals. Yes. Old houses. And um, <clears throat> Donavir Prabhu at the time was president. So we'd go out and do Harinam, we'd get arrested, <laughs> and the, the judge would throw it out of court, you know, what are you doing, it's a religious. But Prabhupada was very annoyed by the harassment. He was giving class on Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto, I think it was um, chapter 8 or 10 about Krishna leave, going back to Dwarka from mm -hmm. Hastinapur. Beautiful purports, all social commentary, political science about what a king is like. And during the reign of Maharaj Yudhisthira, everything was flowing nicely, a lot of harmony with Mother Nature. People were very happy. The cows were protected, all that area. So Prabhupada was speaking every day and blasting the politicians, the leaders, like, what are they doing? They think they're so advanced. Maharaj Yudhisthira would eat off of gold and then throw it in the streets. You know, he'd speak <laughs> like this. Yes. And he'd talk about how the politicians are unqualified that they, the, 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 the worst of human society, they float up to the top and control the governments. And so people are under, um, suppressed and exploited. So the Prabhupada gave a series like this and, uh, uh, was very, you know, amazing, you know, his speaking. But he was also emphasizing that you like to go on Harinam for eight hours a day. That's what, how the movement was yeah. going. Very few big books were being distributed. And we had a burning desire. When you meet Srila Prabhupada, when you see him, you see this great personality, especially if you're chanting and doing morning sadhana, you're just getting into the Krishna conscious sadhana bhakti. Krishna really gives you the vision. This is a great, powerful person, although extremely humble and tolerant. <laughs> and so um, he kept emphasizing, I, I want you to distribute my big books at that time because it was mainly BTGs and we we're trying to crack the safe. How do you, how do you get someone in the street to buy she has a big, <laughs> big book. book, you know, we had no idea. Mission Religious impossible, book. mission impossible. Listen, exactly. So we were, you know, really racking our brains and trying to find out anxiously how to crack this, this thing slowly, but surely, um, um, we heard about uh, a person called Bhakta Tom, who eventually, in San Jose, who eventually became Tripurari Maharaj, yes. or Tripurari at the time, yes. and uh, he was expert. So we were we would go down to California and watch him, and he was just, uh, he had a lot of power and focus, and, you know, he was just, <laughs> just uh, you know, he had the, the kind of the guna shakti. and karma, you know, the qualities. So then we, um, book distribution opened up, and then, the, I think the first big Christmas marathon, I think was 72 yeah. December and things just exploded. 
because of this. Uh, suddenly, we we learned the art. It's not that you you just don't preach to people for twenty minutes and then they go no. away after arguing with you. But you make sure they get Prabhupada's, They touch Prabhupada. It's just Prabhupada the book and Awful. Prabhupada's absolute. You know, yes. Prabhupada's words are embellished with the the dust from Krishna's lotus feet. He said that Krishna's writing these books, so extremely powerful. And we saw that in, throughout the seventies and early eighties, how people would just read Prabhupada's through the Prabhupada's books and become devotees. So it was kind of a wave of Krishna consciousness taking over America at that time. America, when I say America, I mean Canada, Australia, and Western Europe, Italy, France, all yes. these places. Not so much happening. Of course, Prabhupada did go to Africa and he went to South America. But um, certainly the, 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 the industrialized countries were where People were experiencing a lot of frustration and following people like the Beatles and so on. So the, they call it the um, the radical left is what they were called by different people. <laughs> the radical left. So <clears throat> that's how I joined. And then um, for some reason, I, I really got into book distribution, street, street book distribution. That's, that's what I did. We would travel all over the place all over the place. Of course, get arrested a lot. <laughs> but you were not afraid? No. Because no. you know that you're doing the right things. You're not doing any legal, you're not doing any, you know, bad things which people can blame or police or legally. No. Yes. We uh, we knew that there, there was a lot of uh, hostility from Christian groups and oh, yeah. Jew Jewish groups, Jewish rabbis and so on. So, of course, um, Prabhupada says that um, the fact that there's some opposition means they're feeling the weight of our preaching. He said that in the States. There's a lot of backlash, you might say, because we were converting people every day into Christian consciousness. Say, and, then, and then, of course, there were many people who didn't even join, but, but they're they devotees were. to this day. You know, I know many of my very good friends who never took initiation. They were little bit hesitant, but they're devotees, you know? They're yes, devotees. Yes, 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 yes. They weren't um, ready to take the dive. So this, the movement was just... And then books were starting to be written. Scholars, uh, Stilson Judah from U, UCLA, Berkeley, um, uh, Harvey Cox from Harvard. These are big scholars who... Review, wrote review on Bhagavad Gita and... Yeah, others. and also they give... Um, advice to the president of the U.S. or uh, city ambassador of Canada. He really liked the Hare Krishna movement when he was in India. This gentleman really liked the Hare Krishnas. So uh, these scholars were amazed that these uh, really radical people who were doing drugs and so on, uh, real the whole wild hippie thing, they were actually, some of this person was able to convert them diametrically opposite no illicit sex, no gambling, no intoxication, <laughs> no meat. Well, um, a lot of us are vegetarian. All right, yes. But the other stuff was part of our culture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just free love and intoxication. And, you know, it was very miserable, actually. Yeah. I guess you got a test, higher test, probably. So you Much cannot higher. give up lower tests unless you have higher tests. And so those uh, people who are sincerely secure of the truth, 
and uh, try to practice Krishna consciousness and chanting the holy name and doing the service for the Lord, for the pleasure of Prabhupada and Krishna, they, you can feel the pleasure in your heart. No, it's not something, oh, this guy, they're brainwashing me and they're pushing me to do things and that, <laughs> you know. It's like you can actually feel happiness in your heart. And for that sure. happiness is the happiness you were looking for all your life. And now yeah. you found it. Without drugs, without meat, without any stupid without things. Without anything. Without any dangerous things or without following some... Cellular. And also, you know, I mean, Prabhupada once was sitting at Radha Damodar and he looked at some of the devotees like Bhagavad... I remember Bhagavad Das yeah. was there and he said, don't think this is the first time we've been yes. together. Yes. You know that famous story. Yes. So, um, you also, can tell us the story in short because I don't remember. The Damodar? Yeah. There is the first, you know, this is the first batch. Um, Guru Das, Shamasundar, Malati, and so on. They're all sitting around Rupa Goswami's Samadhi. And Prabhupada was the first batch, you know, to India. And, and he looked at them and he's, and he's uh, speaking about Rupa Goswami, how he's, um, being empowered by Lord Chaitanya. He's the father of the devotional service. Uh, we're Rupanugas, followers of Rupa Goswami. And then he said, don't think this is the first time we've met. And then, of course, he said, my spiritual master sent you to assist me in spreading the movement. So there was different times, a different time he said that. But I think that, um, you know, we must have encountered devotional service to some extent because I was surrounded. I had friends that were also part of the protest movement with Bob Dylan protesting. Yes, all that. yes, yes. But they didn't join. They didn't have any interest. They just, I lost all my friends when I joined. Yeah. <laughs> They're all musicians making songs about this is bad, this is bad, you know, the black problem in the States. Vietnam War. But what's the solution? Uh, you know, <laughs> the end of yeah, solution. Yeah, my, our parents are, you know, always having conflict in the house, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but they didn't have a solution. And they didn't, um, it wasn't upon them to to really take a dive into surrendering to this great Acharya. Although many of them met Prabhupada. Yes. Um, Allen Ginsberg. Hmm? Allen Ginsberg. Allen Ginsberg. And many other. Yeah. You know. I, I would say. Well, even, uh, even George Harrison at one point, he asked Shula Prabhupada, shall I give up the music and right. just come and join the temple? Prabhupada said, no, continue to do music. Yeah. You are already a devotee. Huge. So Prabhupada had a very broad 360 Extremely. vision. Yeah. You know, it's not like. And he knew, he knew who was going to, was capable. Like George Harrison was still struggling with, with drugs, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> um, and so on, and um, but he's a devotee, and he did great he stuff, devotee, great yeah. things. I mean, I know so many devotees who just joined because of him. Sure. I used to listen to sure. his music, yes. and, and there are even people who may not be devotees, but they're very receptive. They've become vegetarians, vegans. Yeah. They read Gita, but they they're not in ISKCON and so on. Like my cousin, yeah, yeah, he yeah, lives yeah, yeah. in uh, Arizona, and he yeah. he loved George Harrison, my sweet lord. He's a vegan. So he's on his way. He's read Mahabharat. Not ready to surrender. <laughs> sure. But, you know, Krishna takes, gives a rope. He says, okay, whenever you're ready, I'm here. 
Yeah. And sometimes you have to go through some more trouble or some more achievement in your life and thinking, okay, I have all these billion dollars and what? So next, what? I'm going to lose everything when I die. So what am I supposed to do? And then start to think more deeply. But uh, tell us some main milestone happening in your spiritual life. I'm sure there is some where you took initiation or you did some particular festival, something which, which... was really important in your special mm-hmm. life. Of course, every day is important. I'm not saying no, but there was maybe some festival or something which... Yeah, um, I guess, um, of course, joining. It just, it just, you know, I was searching uh, with great anxiety. I was searching. I was obsessed with subconsciously. And people say, I hope you find what you're looking for. <laughs> anyway, so I joined and yes. right away I joined. Like, From Would one day like, to another. <laughs> yeah, I just moved into the temple, Prashadam, Sunday feast. They said, you want to sleep over? Sure, sleep over. 16 rounds the next day. Went back to my house, threw all the eggs out. <laughs> I was a vegetarian with her eggs, so, you know, things like that. Gave up my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. She joined too later on. And her friend also joined. It was We're in a hippie house yeah, like that. So, um, of course, that was a huge landmark. Meeting Srila Prabhupada was um Tell us your impression hugely, of meeting Srila Prabhupada, the first time you saw him. First time I saw Srila Prabhupada, he was extremely grave. Very grave. In which place? And it was Portland, Oregon, in the airport. Okay. The guest room, like these convention rooms they have. Mm-hmm. I was looking at him, and he, I could see the power of this person because I'd been chanting for four months, so I You can see, feel this it. is a very, like, this is the Himalayan mountains sitting there. <laughs> very great, like heavy, heavy uh, guru, heavy. I saw that. And, uh, of course, you awe and veneration. There's fear also, like fear, because you know, I've never seen a human being like this. But he was grave, and, he, and the first thing, that after we offered him a plate of fruits and so on, first thing he said was, and my big books must be distributed. <laughs> that was his first. So obviously he was pushing that thing. Yes. That point. Um, <clears throat> so he knew that he was dealing with a bunch of wild puppies. <laughs> Dante Kane, <laughs> like, we say. <laughs> I'm sitting there taking initiation, getting initiated with maybe a num, 50, 60 devotees from all over the place. Montreal. 15-year-old girl, she lives here, Yashomati. She initiated the same day. She was 15 or 16 with her friend. Very young. Yeah, they were French. Uh, they were hitchhiking around, you know, the place. And uh, anyway, I'm supposed to be initiated. So the names were given by Pradyumna. He chose the names depending on your first name. So yes. my name was Christopher. But they used to call me Chris. Hey, Chris. They thought it was Christine. <laughs> okay, you're a girl. Give me a girl name. So they gave the, the name to Srila Prabhupada. He's sitting there chanting on your beads. He got like 50 beads yeah. to chant on. He's chanting. He's sitting there. And he's very grave at this time. He looks at it. He looks at Pradyumna. He goes, what is this nonsense? He was just like shaking. <laughs> <laughs> And you just see the way like a hurricane coming through the room. And Pajuna's like this. <laughs> like, you know, he's a Sanskrit scholar. Yeah. He was the scholar. And he was just uh, tolerating. There were so many, you know, we just joined ex-Hibri. It was just 
lot of space spaced out. A lot of things that were spacing. I out. think that culturally we were different, so naturally to fit into, uh, you know, ve- I don't say Vedic culture, but to say Christian consciousness, which is okay, flexible, but still we were a little bit rough at the time. Yeah, we yeah. Need to be polished. Was, we need to be polished. Be polished. Robot, if he didn't take it seriously, we we thought we okay this way that way we can play around or something. Yeah, you know, like a father sometimes he chastises you. Sometimes you give a small slap. Is nowadays if you slap your son, they say, "Oh, I am abused by my father." Yeah, you know? nowadays it's not. It's not <laughs> like that. Your father love you, mm-hmm. and sometimes he slap you because he want to correct you so you don't do the same mistake. Am I correct? Absolutely. So, Papa was. I mean, he was building a movement with these kids who were like wild monkeys, wild, <laughs> basically monkeys. We rejected society. Uh, most of us. They did a survey, 90% had taken LSD. Yes. So I remember, he, and in America, he was extremely serious because he knew, he said, if they knew what I was up to, they'd kill me. You know, he's going to like, up to him, up to his teachings, shut the slaughterhouses down, <laughs> shut the nightclubs down, shut the hedonism, shut down Sanskrit. You know, that's the American thing. So he was extreme. I noticed he was very serious. When he met scholars also, very serious. And he would say, well, if you think, if you meet someone who you think knows more than you, why don't you surrender? He would just call him out right away. And these are big scholars. You call him out like that. Why don't you, if you meet someone who has more knowledge, why don't you surrender? (laughs) Well, because in the Vedic time, you see the two guru can meet and they can debate in front of the king and the audience mm-hmm. and the minister. And if that one of the person would be defeated, then yeah. he will accept that person as his guru as with his all guru. his disciples and surrender to him. Totally. Because this is a natural consequence this is a, the culture, uh, of, yeah. of, of follow the protocol. Protocol. Yeah. So Brad so was strong. He was very serious. Also, he knew that this movement is like. It's against everything <laughs> that is, you know, on on their status quo, on their the status quo of the whole American thing. And plus, when someone joined, when I joined, my relatives were not happy. Most relatives were not happy. I in wanted the West. to ask you this question. What no. was the reaction of your mama? It's like you joined a cult. <laughs> Uh, they brainwash you. <laughs> what yeah. they say. You join a, what is this? Very suspicious. Suspicious. Because you live in a country where you can do be anything. successful. You yeah. can be successful. Yeah. That's all they care about. Money. Material success. So here's a guy rejecting everything, living uh, sitting on the floor eating vegetables. You give up steaks. Meat. You gave up steak in Kentucky. So my mother, though, she was really into Jesus in a humble way. She was not a fanatic. And she would force us to go to church. She was pious. And we had no, it was a pious woman, yeah. Portuguese, you know, yeah. very pious from Brazil, not Portugal. But no, her her father was from Portugal. Mm. Anyway, that Roman Catholic. So she was like, love Jesus. And she knew I was doing, taking drugs, ganja, all this stuff. So she was quite happy. The rest of them were like, <laughs> you know, Oh, oh, brainwash, 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 you know, he's gone, he's done, you know. Like Hirani Kashipu, you, yeah. you know, you're a waste, you're a waste of a son, I might as well kill you. 
So that was going on, and plus the media was giving so much propaganda against uh, the small religions that were coming up, you know, with the swamis and so on. Yeah. So there was a whole um, uh, a spirit of anti-cultism, yeah. and they threw us in there. And there were that. people being kidnapped, devotees being kidnapped. I was kidnapped there in L.A. And, uh, when being, that happened. And uh, being deprogrammed. Voting was so pulled out. This yeah. girl was, in, when I was in Los Angeles, she got pulled yeah. out and all this, and then she escaped. And yeah, it was amazing, Los you know? Angeles Times. Like, yeah. <laughs> girl claims kidnapped by her parents, you know, and amazing. it's a big thing. Big thing. And then the uh, when the parents were convicted, they just got a little fine slap on the wrist. And, you know, uh, I name was Kula Priya or something. Anyway, yeah, um, yes. I remember that. I was there when they. Yeah. So it was quite a bit of hostility. And Prabhupada said, yeah, this. They're feeling the weight of the mission of the Sankirtan movement. Of course, the demons, you know, they become very upset when the saintly people are uh, prevailing. So we were prevailing. People are joining like anything, you know. Sometimes we have also experience. I remember doing Arinam in some different parts of the world. And some people, they become very peaceful and nice. But some people, they become furious just by <laughs> seeing you chant Hare Krishna. And they become angry and this. Uh, they want to kill you or something. Yeah. Like, I, we don't know. They don't know also. But the, the reaction of that sinful life or sinful mentality or maybe they think these people will take away my freedom. I cannot do anymore what I want. There's something subtle or spiritual which can trigger this. Yeah, uh, it does trigger. Good or so, bad reaction on people. Yeah. You know, um, I think. Psychologically, Krishna talks about demons and devotees, and the demons they become enraged. Yes, uh, that someone is telling you there's a God, and you're you're doing you're giving your life to God, and you're glorifying God and spreading God mission. I'm angry, <laughs> <laughs> and some of them are in disguise as as Christians or whatever, mm -hmm. as, as religious yes. people, Hindus even. Yeah, were opposed. In, uh, criticizing Shilpaba's movement, some yes, of the Hindus, yes, yes, some yes, of the yes, people. Yes, yes. Some they say, "Oh, I know Bhagavad Gita. I'm from India. I know everything. I'm God. You're God. We are all God." And my Yogi <laughs> philosophy, like anything. You know? Unfortunately, yeah, still it exists. Of, yeah, but tell us what uh, what makes you milestone. Uh, okay, any other milestone? When I came to Delhi in '83, okay, they made me the president. Book of Krishna eventually mm. made me president. And I discovered I had a knack for going to universities nice. and talking like science and convincing students on personalism. A lot of the students were like born Hindu, but they're like Vivekananda. demigods. This yeah. Thing. You can find uh, all types. We're all God, right? <laughs> yeah, we can find all types. So, uh, yeah, that was a great milestone for me in New Delhi because I was running the temple. I could do what I wanted. I used to do deity worship, dress the deities, go out on... Uh, preaching at the all the universities, I covered all the main nice, universities, nice. and some people joined. Some devotee sure. people became devotees. Uh, basically, they, as soon as you say you're from Canada or the U.S. or Europe, oh, come in, come in. Yeah, then you get they to preach. invite you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. And this was in the '80s. There was, uh, you know, there was still this generation about America and America. Yeah, they all want to go there. Yeah, especially the university kids, the IIT kids. Yes. And I did a lot of work with B.I., uh, Bhakti Srip Dhamma Maharaj, uh, Rasa Bhakti Raj Prabhu. Institute. 
Yeah, the Bakshi Institute. I did a lot of work with them. I was involved with the first um, synthesis for science religion convention, and I met uh, some Nobel Award winner. So that was that's my kind of real exciting niche for me. And also, I think by doing that, you really had to learn the philosophy very well because. When people ask you questions, they say, but what Gita said this, and then you say, yes, but this is what actually mean, because they misinterpret a lot. So Yeah, you have to have your, um, <clears throat> what we call your, um, like your storehouse of weapons ready, <laughs> your arsenal. Yes, it's like an arsenal, arsenal, you know, yes, you got yes, your AK-47s, you got your cannons, you got your <laughs> tanks. You got your cruise so, missiles, you know. You can so, answer anybody. Yeah, I mean, they come out with so much, especially... I met a lot of communists in JNU. So then I had to go and research Marxism. There's so many problems with Marxism. Yes. But at least they respect you that you can speak about the philosophy of Marxism. Sure. And then with science, they respect you if you can explain to them the problems with evolution, Big Bang, and all this. Absolutely. They go, okay, this guy. This guy knows something. They, they always they wonder why I'm born in a Brahmin family. Why should I believe in God? My, my grandfather believes in God. Why? They're rebellious yes. and they're questioning, you yes, know. Yes. So you have to come up with their what they know and then bring in the, you know, the uh, like an antithesis and then the synthesis, you know. And of course, Shula Prabhupada in some of his purpose say, yeah, we are also spiritual communists because everything <laughs> belongs to God and we use everything in the service of God. That's the real so that's, communism. It shows you you don't serve one and he comes and gives such a nice purpose. Then he, if you're communist, say, oh, yeah, makes sense. Why should belong to somebody in the state of this or country or that country? Because who has created everything? God. So it makes sense. Yeah. So if you argue from a logical point of view, it's very important. Yes. And, and also, you you know, you know some of the verses. Sure. And you also know the basic flaws in the atheism. Sure. Then, of course, they're, they're okay. Because uh, actually people are pious in India yes. and their hearts are... You know, for many, many generations, their hearts are influenced by yes. Sanatana Dharma. So <clears throat> that was that was definitely a highlight. And I think people my... can see if you are really sincere, or you're just speaking from your mind. Because if you speak from the heart, you say, how can I take this person a little one step ahead and make him understand something closer to Krishna? That's and then very important. they can perceive that. Very because Krishna point. is in the heart of all living entities. That's true. You know, and if you have an ego that you want to smash them, then they feel like, nah, this guy is not a sadhu. You know, sometimes in India, when we do book distribution, we met persons start to say all kinds of things. They just want to test you how you are really oh, a sadhu, yeah. tolerant, and you really know the philosophy or you're just, you know? And then they say, oh, no, I was just asking you. <laughs> yeah, if they feel any kind of ego, then you yeah, lost the battle. You lost. <clears throat> so, <laughs> like your point is from the heart. Like yeah. when we speak, like you may know a lot of shlokas. Some people sure. are good at that and so on. But unless you speak from your heart that you've been praying to Krishna, <clears throat> you've been begging Prabhupada, yeah. like give me some mercy so I can help someone. Unless it comes from a place from the heart, it does not affect people. People like they, they know oh, this guy's, you know, he's just another guy. He's on the ego platform yeah. or something. He's trying to convince me. Absolutely. It's got to be from the heart. And that's more important than anything else. Uh, sometimes, I mean, I didn't get a PhD or even a master's, but they appreciate that I'm going door to door and, and I'm speaking like, look, you know, 
don't give up your culture, you know, like, like it's very important what you have. Don't just absorb all this Western stuff because you're going to be a big engineer. So, you know, you need a balance. You need both, both uh, tracks, you know. Tripanini Prabhu, I know <laughs> that you have been living in Maribu for the last few years, I think. And I want to know what is the reason that attract you to come <laughs> back to the original source. Mayapur is the place where Lord Chaitanya was born and performed his <clears> pastimes <throat> and thousands and millions of people come now with the opening temple. What motivates you to come to Mayapur? I'm sure you are traveling around the world, you're doing preaching, you're a temple president, you did so many mm -hmm. nice service. What at one point in your life you thought, I must go to Mayapur? <laughs> Well, actually, I was just going along in my life and doing uh, preaching and so on and working in the West because it's very expensive. But then my daughter got married here mm. to a Jaipitakumar disciple. Mm. And so we came. And then I wow, this when I left <laughs> in the 80s, you know. What there was nothing here yeah, in the 80s. Happened, you know? And then we realized that we're getting old and um, I saw a lot of potential here. Of course, Lord Chaitanya's mercy is like magnified in the Holy Dom. If you want to take advantage of the Holy Dom, you get a lot of mercy here. And I knew that. I knew like Lord Chaitanya is more merciful than Krishna. <laughs> Absolutely. We have to admit it. Yes. And you can get a lot of mercy here if you, if you really, if you dive in, you can also fall in Maya here for sure. Sure. But uh, I was, I was interested in, in, you know, doing some preaching here. Book distribution is what I like. And preaching to kids, young people. And so I just suggested to my wife, you know, like, why don't we uh, try Mayapur, like go live in Mayapur, you know? Where... And she said, what? No, Mayapur, mosquitoes, snacks. I'm scared. <laughs> this, that. Where are you taking loved, me? <laughs> she like loved Maya. She just loved India. Amazing. We would go walking in Navadweep and she'd be like skedaddling off to see some guy cooking some... <laughs> Puris or something or some, you know, it's like she was just completely was fascinated fantastic. by by the Indian way, yes. you know, just so far out. <laughs> You're very fortunate. So anyway, that's, it's that's, nice. uh, I made a decision. We made a decision and we sold everything and moved here and uh, we love Mayapur. Yes. Special mercy from Radha, uh, Madhava, special mercy from Panchatattva. Of course. You just got to take the mercy. Absolutely. You grab it. You know, there's a lot of mercy here. A lot of mercy. And you can make a lot of spiritual advancement. Uh, of course, we know that in America, Canada, America, probably in Western Europe, things are slow. You know, things are like we're just limping along. Yeah. It's not like the Prabhupada days. So it's a little difficult there. Although I did keep preaching. I kept my preaching programs going, college preaching street preaching, you know, keeps you going, keeps sure, you, sure. keeps you above the water. You can't <laughs> give up, you know? Yeah. So, but, um, it was challenging because I had to work because you, you, yeah. you know, the cost of living and are you from Italy? Italy is expensive. Oh, impossible. Crazy. You have to work. You know, Rasaraj Prabhu from Italy, he's like, Canada's cheaper. <laughs> than it's true. It's true. Than Italy, you know? Yeah. So, um, That was one, definitely a very prohibitive thing in, in the West is like, you got to work, pay the bills, and then do some preaching, squeeze in some preaching. 
which it means you know Big when struggle. you work eight hour a day it sucks your energy and <laughs> what is left to preach is very less yeah unless you're tired and you want to recoup and you want to relax <laughs> you may be able to change 16 rounds every day if you're lucky yeah because well, sometimes it's very difficult to yeah. do that yeah and maya is very thick you can cut it with my knife, yeah you know? my yeah. and uh so mayapur is different you wake up in the morning you hear the birds <laughs> And you can hear the Mongol Arti from some temple nearby, the bell, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> so you cannot go so much far in Maya, even if you want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, uh, I mean, and, uh, and the mercy of the Lord is palpable. You can feel it. You know, uh-huh. if, you are, if you are connected in your heart to um, follow the mission, which Srila Prabhupada gives us, you know, which is distribute the mercy of Lord Chaitanya through Nityananda and then, I know you're doing book distribution every day <laughs> and I As see much. your cart is very beautiful <laughs> when it's open and a lot of people are attracted to the Western white elephant. I'm not white anymore. I'm not white anymore, but I know you put some white elephant there. <laughs> some yeah. white devotee yeah, they, and they, people come and say, hey, where you come from? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> right? That is always totally. the beginning. And then people buy the books. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. is and there is the mission of Allah Chaitanya to distribute, you know, the mercy uh, unlimited without any condition, without any things. So, how do you see your future now? In how would you continue? How you see the growth of Mayapur? Prabhupada say fifty thousand people will live here. Now we have yeah. maybe ten thousand devotees right 10, now. 000, yeah. We have uh, between the Bengali and foreign or Indian and foreign. So it's still a lot of people moving in. I see a lot of building going up everywhere. Yeah. And uh, so how you see the future of Mayapur? How we can inspire more people to come and uh, perform devotional I th- service? I think that, uh, you know, we're in the embryonic stage of Krishna consciousness, 50, 60, 70 years old at the most. Mm-hmm. I think that we're babies. It's a baby movement, toddler, yeah. you can say. Yeah. But as we become pure and we develop our love for Krishna, <clears throat> Lord Chaitanya is giving us this prema, prema bhakti. Mm-hmm. I think this is the future. Yes. <clears throat> I think that some devotees are going to become lovers of God. Absolutely. Powerful devotees. They're going to, we're going to attract a lot of people from around the world to become devotees. This is going to be like Rome. It's going to be like Jerusalem. It's going to Absolutely. be like Mecca. Absolutely. Like you ever been to, you been when they go to Mecca every year? Oh yeah, I see the videos it's crazy. of thousands of millions of people. And yeah. the beautiful building, everything yeah. clean. It's yeah. like, this is their place. This is their center for the Islam or you go to Jerusalem or Rome. I know lots of people in the Every US. 25 years, they open one special door. They say, if you go through the door, you go in paradise. <laughs> I went twice. You went twice. Uh, okay. My uncle took me. Guarantee. <laughs> Guarantee. I don't know about that, but the Krishna. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people visiting the Vatican. And of course, there's beautiful statue carved. There is a lot of painting by Raffaello and all these famous, famous artists, Leonardo da Vinci and all these people. Michelangelo. Michelangelo and all these things, you know, I mean, people go there and say, wow. Yeah, some, Uh, some, uh, something's going on. But the preaching of the Pope is still not up to the (laughs) level which we, no, for us it's like, what, what are you saying? I mean, (laughs) I'm not disrespect the Pope Francis or or all the priests. They have a good Number one, you don't find any more Italian priests preaching in Italy. 
<laughs> they're all foreigners. They're all from Poland. Yeah, Poland or Brazil. Brazil, or Argentina. South America, Argentina, <laughs> somewhere. I said, what happened to all the priests? I asked. He said, no, Italian want to become priests. I said, why? Because we say, do what we say, don't do what we do. Exactly. And so yeah. that means, you know, if you're preaching, you should be uh, also exemplary. The example. Achar and prachar means, you know, you mm. actually leave the preaching you do. Right. But how can you do that if you smoke cigarettes, you drink wine, you eat meat? Yeah, yeah. Now, what is the next thing is that yeah. you, know, you want to do some yeah. illicit activity? Right. It's very difficult to control our senses and our mind. Totally. For totally. devotee, us, who are following this principle for yeah. many, many years, yeah. even still, is difficult for some was, people. Uh, but because to control the mind is very difficult. Mind is a great enemy, so more than we think. For these people, they have double life, and people can see that. Of course, they see you know, it, they lost interest. They when lost. the priest used to come and preach in our <laughs> school, used to smoke cigarettes, he said, you children don't smoke, it's not good for you. <laughs> and I said, what? What are you saying? That when I grow up, I can smoke because... Because I'm a be okay. <laughs> I mean, if you say it's no good, why well, you're smoking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't make sense, you know? Yes. And yeah. whenever you ask anything, okay, if you say, <laughs> Jesus, say, I'm the son of God, so who is the father? They didn't no. have answers No, for they me. have no answer. They say, oh, you should have faith. I say, I have faith. Faith, okay, I got I mean, faith. I got but, faith, uh, but try who, to explain to me. Who is he? You know, I mean, what, yeah. what is it? No. This so, is the problem that, the, you know, like these religions... Even Prabhupada has transcended Hinduism. I mean, sure. Hinduism is so hodgepodge yeah. also. So this is a, a transcendental movement. It's meant to create a revolution in the world's misdirected civilization. It's a famous verse, you know. <clears throat> this is uh, the famous pill. Famous pill. So uh, we have to have faith. Thanks. We know Srila Prabhupada is such a mahag. <laughs> Bhagwat, like Naratam Dastakur and all these great, great personalities, he is the one. And it's predicted, so it's going to happen. You just hold on to the boat. Stay in the boat. Hold on to Prabhupada's dhoti. Just just don't go anywhere. <laughs> Read Prabhupada's books, chant the vision, follow the principle. Prabhupada say, yeah. chant 16 round, follow the forag. I'll take you back to God. That's his right. promise. Yeah. So and if he, we do yeah, that, he, he and if we are engaging, uh, preaching the mission right. of uh, <coughs> Lord Chaitanya, then we'll be successful. Even though we're not maybe 100% perfect or whatever it is, maybe we have not developed love of God. <coughs> I don't see any hair stand on me when I hear the kirtan, unless it's very cold <laughs> or things like that. But but it's, it's but there. It, but you can feel it's on the, the protection. You can feel the protection of the Lord. Of course, you can experience going, yeah. We're still tasting some prema when we chant Hare Krishna. Absolutely. And we start dancing in ecstasy. That's a little drop of prema from Lord Chaitanya. We're not artificially dancing. No. You no. feel the ecstasy, the Absolutely. bliss. You feel the the rain of mercy coming on you, just like rain. Yes. It's, it's real if you follow properly. Yes. <clears throat> it's like you have a combination to, to a safe. There's 10 numbers. If you miss one number, like it's like if you eat meat, you're not gonna get the mercy. So these religions, the world religions, are they're sputtering out, but this Chakratown movement is going to keep growing and growing, mushrooming. It's yes. going to mushroom. It's, it's God Himself predicted. So Absolutely. why don't we have some faith that it's going to happen? And don't look at all the 
little anomalies yeah. and all the issues. There would be imperfection that. everywhere. You know, <clears> some <throat> people can see the moon in the night and say, yeah, but there is some black spot. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the point? I mean, you can be like honeybee or you can be like a fly. Like a fly. <laughs> and then it's your choice. But I'm sure that uh, the whole world is uh, getting inspiration from Shula Prabhupada books. And Absolutely. we get association by reading Shula Prabhupada books, even though we have never met some of us who are... Mm-hmm. After you, <coughs> we may have not met Shri Prabhupada personally, but we can feel the heaviness yeah. uh, and the messages giving us is pure. It's not compromise. It's no. not trying wishy-washy. It's not trying to uh, get some followers. It's not trying to nothing. He never compromised on anything. And that is something very powerful. His books are extremely powerful. I mean, and when I was hearing him, every time he, at the end of his class, he'd say, If they touch my books, they don't have to read them. If they touch my books, they'll change. Their lives will change. These are powerful books, very powerful. It's Krishna. Prabhupada used to say, uh, you're traveling in a van, no deities. Devotees were criticizing, oh, what are they eating, boga? Prabhupada said, no, offer the boga to my book. Book is Lord Krishna, like that. So these are part, they're not ordinary mundane religious books they're yeah. powerful powerful yes. things yes. change people's lives you're right yes every single word is spoken by krishna through Prabhupada. <laughs> he's a via medium transparent via well, medium. he's a pen and, and yeah. he said krishna wrote these books you know? yes, yes i mean he's maybe he's being humble but it's an empowered Absolutely. this literature is empowered Tell me how important it is for us krishna conscious to have a friend in krishna consciousness who can help us or can inspire us or can see we're making something wrong or we're going off or whatever. Everybody has some friend. Do you have any friend in Christian conscience? Um, in my prayer, I have one God brother that's, that's, you know, we're friendly and stuff. Is it important? It's very important. You have to be inspired and encouraged, encourage each other. Um, it's important. It's also important. Like um, I was thinking there should be a men's club here, like a, <laughs> a men's meeting club where mm-hmm. you can uh, express your struggles yes. and it can be confidential <clears throat> because devotees have struggles. I've seen a lot of my yes. God brothers leave the movement for various reasons. Maybe they fell down and they feel guilty and they don't, you know, they can't come back. Probably was like this, this sannyasi fell down in Australia. Everyone broadcasted it. All the leaders probably said, how can he come back now? No. So we need um, these these devotees who we can confide in. That's the Dati Pratigrina Ati Goyama Kiti Prachiti. Like it's Rupa Goswami yes. saying. So yes. yeah, definitely friends. Um, I have a friend who used to live in the States. He's an engineer. He's Bengali and he works with me on the book table. Nice. And we're very close. And uh, I help him. He helps me. Nice. <clears throat> and we exchange stuff, you know. There's a mood of feeling there. Um, it's Sakiras, basically. <laughs> it's like Sakiras. You need to have a friend who you, you can relate with and, and yeah. be a, feel like this person can understand me. me I like him. Judgment, you can without judgment, he, he's your well-wisher. Right. There's got to be some well-wishers. Right. right. We also have to see that our leaders are our well-wishers. Of course. And that um, don't criticize the leaders, you know. Um, they've been put there by Krishna. Yes. That's their karma. And we have to always hold them with great respect and affection. Um, someone's going to be a leader. 
And if it's not me, well, so be it, you know? Why not? And there's been a lot of this envy. I guess we yeah. have to become free from the envy. Yeah. yeah. About the leader, I want to ask you, because sometimes devotees te they tell me, oh, but my Guru Maharaj is not here, he's traveling, I see him only once in a year. So they feel, some of them feel discouraged. So how how can we inspire them? Yeah, I think this is a issue that needs to be addressed. I think that... um If someone's qualified, they're following the principles, they <clears throat> they can be vetted properly, you know. Um, more to have a guru who has like a couple thousand disciples he can care for. When it gets into the thousands, then the maybe the Diksha Guru should say, okay, this person can be your Shiksha Guru, give you some right, guidance right. and advice yes. and and take his um, direction. direction. Yes. One of the problems was like I've made devotees in the past They take initiation and then it's like, see you later. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I feel like, oh, okay. I brought them to the movement, Bart Mana Pradarshaka Guru. Yeah. They got initiated and then they're totally 100% under the dictatorship or whatever. So that's an issue that should uh, definitely be discussed by the GBCs. Right. And if a guru has thousands and thousands of disciples, It would be incumbent upon him to say, okay, there's this, this devotee that you're working under. He's my god brother. You take some direction from him. Sure. You know, if he tells you, like, he needs you to go with him on the university campus, don't say, no, no, I want him to do this. That that creates a kind of a yeah. hard feelings yes. and hurt feelings. And then, you know. Also, sometimes people can play this. It's like... Uh, You know, the children play with the mother and father. Mama say this. Oh, how oh, she say that? And go to the mother and say, Daddy say this. I can go? Okay, you go. You know? Yes. So then it's, uh, it's a bit, uh, I feel it's very important that everybody has a friend or some supervisor, you know, some guy, somebody who can look up to him and say, okay, if you go this way, maybe it's better for you. I'm here to help you and, you know, without any... Okay, <clears throat> so nice talking to you, Kripanyuni Prabhu. I'm sure we can talk here for many, many hours, but our <laughs> time is limited. So give a, uh, you know, a message to the people who are listening today to our podcast, an inspirational message, because our radio, it's inspirational, it's a point to, the, to your heart. So people <laughs> listen to our radio all over so the world. So people live in all over... All over the uh, world, just through the all phone. All over the world. All over the world, they listen to Radio Mayapur. We have music 24 hours going on and we have podcasts whenever you want to listen to podcasts. So. Well, for me, I, I try to practice this verse, tolerance means non-envy as well. Um, there's going to be attacks from Maya in so many ways. She has so many weapons. So we have to keep our head down. We have to put our faith that Srila Prabhupada, you know, Whatever is happening, we have this overriding spiritual acharya. So many things may happen in our movement. It's, it's a new movement. But hang on to Srila Prabhupada. The other thing is, because you've been in the movement 20, 30 years, don't take your, your foot off the gas pedal. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, bring me prashadam. I'm 30 years old. I'm, you know, I got a position now. No, no, that's not what that's we want. That's not good. Those things are obstacles 
from getting Krishna's glance. If you want Krishna's glance, you can't want like a special devotee. I have a position. Don't worry about that. So and 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 also like if you're a little sometimes you're a little despondent, discouraged, keep trying, keep going, keep pushing, because Krishna opens up the window when he opens up the window, and you get some light. You know, Krishna takes. Don't demand from Krishna when it's ready. Krishna will open up and say, "Here, here's a little mercy." We have to expect the mercy of the Lord, and um, don't ever just put it on cruise control. Don't put. It, <laughs> always try to serve the mission of Srila Prabhupada and Lord Chaitanya through your your gurus, you know, different gurus that we have, our mentors, you know. Yes. Keep going, keep pushing, keep pushing. And a lot of us, of course, uh, we slip. You're climbing up a mountain, you're going to slip. Sure. Just pick yourself up, keep, keep going. Playing. You're not perfect. You know, you're coming out of the material world. You're not, I'm not perfect. I'm going to slip. Got problems. Work on it. That's all. Confide in people and keep going, keep pushing, and Krishna will help you if you're sincere, sincerity from your heart. Yeah, I want to. I'm gonna be a devotee. Don't be distracted. The mind's gonna tell you this and that. Look at these guys. Look at this person. <laughs> Forget about it. Oh, you can't. Even your your mind's gonna tell you. Ah, you can't be a devotee. Who are you? Look at you. You're so far. You know. <laughs> <laughs> The mind's always attacking. Yeah. Good sadhana is important. Good rounds are important. And trying to give to others is very empowering. If you try to give the holy name, prashad, and whatever books, these different things that Prabhupada gave us to do, very important. Building, you know, this beautiful temple here. These are things, this is preaching. It's all preaching tools. We got lots of, Prabhupada's giving us an arsenal of weapons. Why don't we use them? Pick up the, you know, the M16. Go. Pick up the uh, <laughs> long range. <laughs> Be a sniper. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kripal. Yes, Babu. I'm very you. inspired by you because you came here, you know, and you didn't go to the authorities and say, give me some service, something to do. But you invented the service <laughs> yourself. You built yourself a, a, a cart and you put the book and you had a vision, you had a dream. And you got the books and you're there and you're doing the service. You don't have to wait for somebody to give you the service. You invented it yourself. This is very inspiring. Thank you so much Thank for you, coming Prabhuji. today Thank to you. our uh, radio studio. And uh, I'm sure we'll meet again. And uh, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. All glory to Srila Prabhupada. All glory to Sri Dhammayapur. Jai. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur.